Hello and welcome back to Hold My Popcorn, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. I'm Max Healy over in Nashville and in Boston. We've got Timmy Ginn. How are you, Timmy? Uh, doing good, Max. Celtics uh, advance to the next round of the playoffs. That's good. Um, as far as I'm aware, the Red Sox have flown a plane into the abyss and have never been seen again. So that's good, too. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Nice. Yep. All right. Well, also, in the fiery hells of California, we got John Anoshak. How are you, John? Well, I woke up the other day, and it looked like Godzilla walked through the mountain range next door. Um, <laughs> that was fun. Uh, but really, I, I wanted to touch on, uh, bring back how we were speaking about uh, the Patriot Act so much um, in the last episode. And I'm pissed enough at you two fuckers for staying up to watch this movie. I am going to fucking Patriot Act the fuck out of both of you fucking cunts over this shit. I had to fucking lose sleep just to watch this, and no, we had to cancel. But you wait until you see what kind of books I'm taking out in your name. <laughs> just fucking wait. <laughs> and it's gonna be like a public library in Idaho, so you're fucked. <laughs> All right. I'm fucking fine, Max. This The world's on fire. What do you, what do you want from me? Just the minimum. Just the minimum <laughs> amount. <laughs> That's what everybody's asking for everybody right now. <laughs> oh, everything's good enough for government work. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we are now into week two of our summer of nine to five series where we pick a movie celebrating their 25th anniversary. And this week we watched the highest grossing film of 1995 in Die Hard with a Vengeance, directed by John McTiernan and starring Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson and Scar from The Lion King. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Is this last name really Irons? In a weird tank top. Jeremy Irons wearing a woman's medium crop top the entire movie. Yeah. So do you know those like outfits girls wear now or it's kind of like it's almost like a one piece bathing suit, but then they wear the they wear like shorts over it. Yes. Yeah. That's what he was wearing. He was definitely wearing women's clothing. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a very European. Um, individual. He's very comfortable um, and confident in his sexuality. Yeah. Um, he's just a little too wiry, though, to be showing off the guns. That That's the thing. And mm-hmm. I'm going to cover this later, but he has hair tentacles coming out of the back of his head. I, it's like a pseudo mullet that really gave me the chills. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's something else. He talked. I actually, I read something about him. He's like, I don't know what I was thinking with that haircut. I was going through some Ooh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was experimenting with cocaine at the time. He was he's the David Bowie of villains. Yeah. For sure. Except David Bowie wouldn't have remembered actually filming the movie. It's a David Bowie's bat more badass than he is. I mean, if I was gonna accept a sexual favor, I would go with Bowie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm not gonna him. answer that one. Answer it, Max. Tell us how much you want to fuck David Bowie. I don't know. It's it's tough though because then you got Jeremy Irons' voice, but then you got David Bowie singing to you. So it's like, which one to choose? Well, I mean, you know, we talked about Morgan Freeman, you know, uh, reading Shakespeare into women's vaginas. He could just uh, hmm. David Bowie could sing into our assholes. It's true, but Jeremy Irons does own a castle. What? Oh, really? Yeah, he like renovated some like. 15th century castle in uh, in England, and that's what he lives in. 
Oh my god, dude! It's like on an island. It's on like a cliff island. So he's he's the exact same character from uh, the Watchmen. Yeah, pretty much. Basically, <laughs> yes, it's the same person <laughs> in real life. That's right. I already <laughs> forgot that he was in that in that show. <laughs> uh, he's so good at playing a creeper too. Like you, he oh, walks yeah. into a room and starts talking, and you see paint peel. You know, like <laughs> children start crying. Like he's very <laughs> creepy and slithery. Come closer. Let me read to you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say though, I am a sucker for this movie. I've always loved this yeah. movie. I know it, you know, there's a lot of uh, big plot holes, but it's it's very well acted. I thought McTiernan did a really good job at directing. Like you feel like you're on the streets of New York, like in the middle of the action most of the time, and then you got Sam Jackson as the sidekick, and then Scar over talking on the phone most of the movie. <laughs> so it's, it's such a, it's just like a perfect combo for me. I, I love this movie. I, I have to say the one place they miss is with like special effects and just like action, like big sort of like stunt slash action scenes like that are just totally like they just they don't uh, hold up. But no. like the acting and the plot and everything is great. I love it. Yeah. I agree. I was thoroughly confused watching this because I was angry that I was up super, super late watching it, um, but so happy that I was watching it at the same time. So I'm still mm. confused. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> confused. So um, I'll do give you guys a little trivia fun at the top of the show. Um, so they wrote several scripts for Die Hard 3, but Bruce Willis just kept on turning them down. Uh, one of them involved uh, McLean fighting terrorists on a boat that he turned down because it was too similar to Under Siege, which... Call back. Uh, check out our Under Siege episode. <laughs> Under Siege. Yeah. How could it be too like you? It would die have hard to, on a boat. <laughs> no, no, no. I know, is. I know. But like, the movie would have to be terrible in order to be similar to Under Siege. Oh, it was so. definitely terrible because they turned the script into Speed Two. Dude, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, if this boat goes under myself. two knots, we're all gonna die. So <laughs> <laughs> Keanu didn't even show up for that one. <laughs> But um, this movie was um, originally going to be a sequel to a Brandon Lee action film, um, Rapid Fire. It's going to be a sequel to that, where uh, Lee and a black female from Harlem were going to like run all over the city, but then Lee died. So then Warner Brothers bought the rights, and they rewrote it to be a Lethal Weapon sequel. And then uh, Fox bought it and turned it into this movie, with uh, the director from the first Die Hard coming back to do it. Oh, so that's why it gelled so well. Okay. Yeah. Because it's, it's also, it's still, um, it has a, a hint of, uh, it's a little playful, kind of like the first one too, you know, like it goes from, you know, very serious, someone getting their head blown off, you know, there's going to be shit exploding, blah, 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 but it's still playful. And there's these little oh, funny sure. little things. It's, it's, it's cute, actually. It's a lot um, of little only- um, giggles throughout this movie while you're watching like action. I was laughing out loud throughout the entire movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and especially just for Bruce Willis's facial expressions when he's doing something intense. That's what I. That's what makes me weird. Yes, I get up every day just for those. Just like those faces. Like he's like he's trying to put a contacts in with his eyes, <laughs> just bugging out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's about to sneeze at any time with his mouth the way it's, he's like making these weird frowns. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love the John McClane face. Oh my god, dude! All right. So I just want to say that if. This movie, and it was a lethal weapon, I think that the first scene, the famous scene where he's walking around with the sign on him, it oh definitely would have played better with Mel Gibson, because that just would have been method acting for him. Yeah. He would have been the Jewish section instead. They wouldn't even have had to, like, 
write it in the script. They could have just like caught him on a day off, you know, <laughs> <laughs> filmed them. <laughs> um, should we get into it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. So you get the most explosive opening to any of the Die Hard movies when you get the sights and sounds of 1995 New York City in the summer when Kablamo and a big-ass bomb just wipes out a department store with cars going airborne all over the place. They so do not I, waste time. <laughs> they I do not. didn't understand. So they start this, you know, with the happy-go-lucky music. You're yeah. looking at Manhattan, and then a car explodes. Why did they stop the music? That's just a normal <laughs> just day. <New> <laughs> Like yeah. in 95, I mean, come on. Like from the 70s into the early 90s were fucking biblical in the level of shit going down in the streets. Like that was yep. just normal. Welcome this to New York. Yeah. That, yeah. This is a year removed from Dinkins. Right. <laughs> only thing that was missing story. from that scene was Kenny Loggins playing in the background. <laughs> Am I right? Oh my people God. walking out, just blood on the coming out of their ears, crying. Yep. <laughs> ah, New York in the summer. And then just like a swirling in goofy, like, die hard with a vengeance. <laughs> Caddyshack opening. <laughs> but like, next time that you go see my mother, Max, ask yeah. her about the first time my father took her to New York. Oh, I guess. Spoiler yeah. alert, she saw cars on the road on fire. <laughs> the first time she went to New York. So, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's normal. I Just keep the music going. I know a guy who used to, he was a scalper in New York and he had like, he literally had like $150,000 in cash on him at the time because he had sold a bunch Jeez. of shit and he was about to get jumped. So he punched a dude to get out of the way. And then he ran into the middle of the street of New York and got ran over by a cab and the cab just kept on driving. He got jumped and lost all of his money. Yep. That sounds right. That New York. Right. Yeah. And then he moved to New Hampshire after that. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. All right, so then New York City Inspector Walter Cobb gets a mysterious phone call from a man calling himself Simon who claims responsibility for the bomb and demands that suspended officer John McClane will have to play a game as Simon says, otherwise another bomb will go off. As you cut to one of the best action hero intros ever with a balding and super hungover John McClane slouched over in the back of his police van trying to not throw up. I love how shitty, like, he can act, like, as a shitty human being. It's like, how are the kids, John? Uh, they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have you talked to Holly? Mind your goddamn business about Holly. Yeah. I honestly uh, think that was method acting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He was, that was just was going on in his life. Yeah. yeah. They actually, that was just, like, they found Bruce Willis in a bar. And the director was just like, hey, roll on this. This is, this is the opening scene. I, I just love the look of disappointment on all the other cops' faces when they when they introduce McLean and they're just staring at him. Yes. They're like, we are yeah. so fucked. This piece of shit. They're just, yeah, they're, just, they're literally looking at a human pile of shit. Like, I know. All of them. You can see it on their faces. Oh, God. Well, one of the cops says it too because he smells. They're like, beers are usually taken in internally, John. <laughs> <laughs> But I also like that he looks like shit, but he's like a balding hungover, like a little um, extra weight on Bruce Willis looks so much better than like the Mr. Clean, like bald head, skinny Bruce Willis now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Infinitely better. Now Bruce yeah. Willis wears too many triangle scarves like he just served in Iraq or something. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. I, don't I did laugh, though, when Nazi Simon started talking. Like, I, I actually laughed far too hard because I thought it sounded just like, you know, um, what's his face on the last podcast, like Henry Zabrowski, like acting out an ironic voice. <laughs> yeah. Hello, this is Simon. Ah, guten Tag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And then you're also introduced to Zeus, the bitter Harlem electronic store owner, played by Sam Jackson, who sees McLean stripped down to his underwear across the street, wearing a sign that's safe to say offends the demographic population of Harlem. <laughs> yeah. Can't say what he said on that sign. Nope. 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 It was definitely made in 95. Oh, yes. So they also CGI'd this. Um, he was just walking around with nothing on on that uh, on that board. <laughs> In real life. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You got to do that. Yeah. So McLean gets jumped, but Zeus takes his gun and carjacks a taxi cab to escape their deaths. Back at the station, you have this shrink given the complete opposite diagnosis of Simon when you meet the super excited bomb squad, Bumblebutt Charlie, who demonstrates that this bomb material is no joke. I love this guy. I, oh, I love this guy. Spoiler alert. He's my favorite guy. Yeah. Sam. He is without question my favorite. He's just like, oh, here's a grenade. Bow! Hey, everybody. Charlie's here. <laughs> I also like how they're like, these are binary liquids. It's like, one liquid, this is a liquid, and this is another liquid. And when you combine them, it's something different. It's like, yeah, that's how mixing things works. <laughs> it's called a solution. Yeah. Come on. I was like, I, I don't think this is technology. This is new technology. <laughs> oh, but he is. I want to have one day at work where I have as much fun as he clearly does every day. Oh, my God. This guy loves his job. I mean, oh, like, yeah. This is so cool, guys. This is so cool. Such high tech stuff. <laughs> so excited. Uh, also, this must yeah. have been the. Uh, uh, basically the inspiration for um, vertical limit where they have the running around with nitroglycerin and it's like, Oh, I got nitroglycerin on my shoe. Throw the shoe. It blows up the mountain. Like that, like a little <laughs> pinprick of this stuff can blow up a chair when he right. throws that yeah. little piece of it out of the door. Yeah. But it won't uh, later on, it won't destroy the actual like foundation of New York city when it gets blown up underground. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's no. totally fine. No, it was Godzilla proofed back in the eighties. Like we did. That's true. That's true. All right, fast forward to McLean and Zeus getting their first riddle from Simon on a public payphone where they don't answer the question in the allowed amount of time. Oh, my God, the bomb in the trash is going to blow. <laughs> but it's a false alarm. And the real game will involve the guys traveling 90 blocks in 30 minutes to remove a bomb from a train before it arrives at the Wall Street station. I like how the weapon that Simon uses is just essentially embarrassment a lot of the time. He's yes. like, I'm going to humiliate you. <laughs> it's very German. I, I love that all of Simon's riddles go over McLean's hung overhead at first. Yeah. It's like his immediate response to after uh, Simon says the riddle is nice. It rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I do love too the little shot. Oh, like after they, you know, they think that the trash can's going to explode. They're on the ground. And you just see the phone hanging. Just hearing this is very yeah. German. Just well, the thing you also yeah. got, you got the other thing of like when they're talking about the three man, you know, three guys and a wife or whatever the fuck it is, three wives. And, um, and then Sam Jackson goes, I forgot about the man. The guy and his wives aren't going anywhere. And McLean goes, what are they doing? <laughs> like, he's just so out of it <laughs> at first. He's so hungover, but also, uh, let's be realistic. All this stuff's going over McLean's head. If he was sober. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Thank God. 
Thank God Zeus is there. Yes. <laughs> also, just like the German humor is hilarious. It's just like, that's exactly what like, that's probably like a, a fucking like a kid's joke in Germany. It's like, <laughs> you thought you were going to die and you didn't. <laughs> also, there's something about uh, Germans, um, at least in the movies, they're always so proud that they're figuring out like some kind of American, like, you know, um, idiom or, you know, colloquialism or something oh, like yeah. that, where it's either like, that's a bingo, like an Inglorious Bastards and here. It's just like, oh, I get to play the Simon Says game. I saw happy. I, I got a couple other ones later on that they do too, yeah. which are pretty good. Okay. Yeah. So in order to save some time, McLean steals their second cab of the day and drives through Central Park, nearly killing everyone in the way. I mean, this scene is also another one though. It's just making me laugh out loud because, uh, you know, you, I think, uh, what Sam Jackson says, something like, are you aiming at these people, McLean? And then he goes, of course not. <laughs> well, maybe that mime. <laughs> and then just like the icing on the cake is just like you get the other uh cop's uh point of view and he sees mclean driving on the sidewalk like just destroying several restaurant tables and glasses going up like 15 feet up in the air yeah i like you just see the top of the cab just zigzagging through something and there's just like newspapers flying up and shit. <laughs> i know tables just like exploding well People there screaming. goes john yep the guy just shakes his head he's like yeah jesus oh, god damn it all right, so McLean jumps on top of this train from a sidewalk air vent and finds a bomb while Zeus has a tense standoff with this shaky subway cop that ends with Simon detonating the bomb as you get a massive explosion in the Wall Street subway. Most unrealistic scene in this whole movie. That cop would have shot him dead in oh a millisecond. God. <laughs> Black man yelling at a rich Wall Street guy? Come on. Yeah, yeah. That alone. Well, and on Wall Street, too. That was uh-huh. the thing, is they were on fucking wall street yeah it's it's sad yeah very true um huh so have you guys seen the incredibles the first movie oh no. forever ago but okay so they 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 reenact this scene in that movie with um the same like shaky cop and they like break into some you know bank by accident and sam jackson's character he can turn things to ice so he's near like one of the uh the water bubblers and he just goes instead of being like um i have to answer that phone he goes i just want a glass of water and the cops just like, get your hand away from the water! Get your hand away from the water! It's like, wow. I just want a sip of water. <laughs> yeah. That's a little callback. All right. Uh, yeah, that's an allegory for the times, isn't it? <laughs> After this, the FBI delivers the bombshell news that Simon is Hans Gruber's brother. Oh, bam, shit! Bam, Gruber. I, I kind of like how that's a bombshell. It's kind of like, yeah, they're both German. I mean, let's yeah. be realistic. It's kind of not not out of left field. No. That's I, coming from like second base. I also like that they keep on referring to the first movie as the L.A. thing. That's what they keep on yeah. calling it. Right. That's what they would say in New York. I mean, they that's that's how men speak to one another. You know the thing? Like, it's not mobsters like in the movies. It's everybody. You, you know the thing about the guy over there? You know the you L.A. Thing? thing? Oh, you mean the L.A. thing about the uh, about the other guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy. The thing, yeah, the thing. That's it. <laughs> yep. I don't know. It's almost like there, there are languages in the world that are built like that, where contextually you will know exactly what they're talking about, but that is not English. <laughs> I don't it's know how to communicate. All right. So while they're in the van with the FBI, Simon calls in saying that he planted a bomb in one of the city schools, and McLean and Zeus will have to play another one of his games to identify which school it is. So the cops 
scramble around like little ants while the camera pans up to a nearby rooftop where you see old Simon Gruber played by Jeremy Irons for the first time who mysteriously says, they bought it. Now we can begin. <laughs> killer, oh killer sunglasses too. Oh yeah. Dude, I had that written down too, man. Gruber's glasses are balling out of fucking control. <laughs> Like he's really fitting. In, he's really fitting into New York. You know what I mean? Everyone. He's just walking around. Everyone's like, "Oh, that must be like some art dealer or something like that." Oh yeah. Oh my God, dude, and like, and just such blonde and such wow, such passion. <laughs> See, passion. Oh, passion. wait till the end of the movie. The passion. Oh yeah. Oh, the passion <laughs> that comes from growing hair tentacles out of the back of your head <laughs> and suit jackets with far too many buttons. <laughs> Michael Jackson liked fascinating accessories like zippers, and he did horrible things to children. So let your passion guide you away from such things. Tim, take off your socks slowly. Kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just I just blacked out. What did I miss? Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll just get a number three, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number three coming. Up. <laughs> yeah, the only thing Irons is missing is like a soul patch that goes like below his chin. <laughs> just like hanging off his oh, upper yeah. lip. That's a different uh, color. And just long enough so it blows in the wind. I hate yeah. those soul patches that move with the air. That's not good. Oh, that is not good. You are not an, an you know an Eastern mystic Kung Fu master. You, no, no, no. Yeah, it's a face tie flapping in the wind. A face tie. In general, soul patches, in, I would say that 99% of people with soul patches are pedophiles. <laughs> So, also, um, Irons says hook, line, and sinker. So, John and Tim, you guys both being fishing boys, would you agree that this is an underused fishing idiom? I, uh, I, would, say, I would say so, yeah. 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 Especially if you're catfishing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. They definitely. take it every single time. And I also like the way he says it. It's, he goes, hook, line, and sinker. Sinker. It's like... That that one line there like took up half the movie. Like, he, he took so many beats in between the, the words. It's, it's well, almost like he forgot his lines. <laughs> well, it's also that the movie's been going on for an hour now, and you haven't seen his face, so he's trying to make up for lost time. Yeah. Oh, by so the way, actually, it's, it's like not that, even halfway actually, over. Nope. That, yeah, ex- exactly. I When I was fuming and being very happy at the same time and confused emotionally about watching this movie because um, it was so late and just hitting that hour mark and be like, oh, my God, I'm only halfway. Fuck! <laughs> 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 yep. Um, yeah, I mean, so also just all the logic of this movie is just thrown out the window the moment that they introduced Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first half of this movie is pretty perfect, but the the screenwriter said that the first half of the movie was his original script, and then they had to change the second half. Why so, did they have to change it? Because it was originally a different movie. Mm, yeah. I got you. Yep. Yeah, it was actually originally the script for Lost in Space. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the original script for Showgirls. <laughs> that too. Yep. Huh. So the explosion in the beginning that they actually had to to fit that in for Showgirls because at the beginning of Showgirls it was supposed to open up with um, an individual climaxing. So they flipped that out with an exploding car. I think yeah. they did a good job, a good switch. Yeah, and I think that worked well in Showgirls, yeah. from what I remember. Definitely. Yeah. 
Simon says, take your clothes off. And then you just get the action title yeah. and fire just says, show girls. An hour and 15 minutes into the movie. Like, Simon Wait a minute, what says, the fuck is this? Yeah. Take off your socks. Simon <laughs> says, ruin your career, frumpy girl from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> okay, I can do that. All right. Do you want Let me, me to shake you. my fat, my flat ass on camera and then never get a job again? Yes. <laughs> this is for my brother. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you, have you ever licked a toenail before? <laughs> That's German sex right there. Very oh, yeah. specific. In the discus. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Going back to all the logic being thrown out the window. So first off. Uh, all the cops leave, and then 14 random dump trucks just show up immediately with Simon talking in this shitty Texas accent, saying that they're there to clean up all the bomb debris, and that dummy Detective Ricky says, Man, you guys are quick. Honestly, fucking idiot. Like, anyone who lives in a big city knows that it would have taken 18 years to get to get one stone <laughs> removed from, from that bomb site. The bureaucracy is strong, especially in New York. The it, yeah, overzealous it, city engineer? That's fucking ridiculous. It took, it took no, 10 no. years to get the rubble out of the Trade Center. I, mean, I know. it's <laughs> That guy's literally like sitting in a chair with a half-eaten meatball sub on his stomach sleep that's what a city engineer is <laughs> but also this guy ricky is the same one who mentioned in the beginning of the movie that 14 dump trucks were stolen <laughs> <laughs> what a oh moron. my fucking, fucking idiot <laughs> and it's like yeah. also isn't this a crime scene like you can't just have them show up and just start removing stuff oh yeah i know we're gonna try and get it all cleaned up that's a good idea yeah okay. let me show you where all the rubble is yeah <laughs> Hey, you want guys want to see something cool? The national, the Federal Reserve's over here. Hey, yeah, let, hold on, hold on. Let me get into this hole so nobody else can see it. Hold on, <laughs> follow me down these holes. Yeah, it's real dark down here. You can you can shoot me here. Back up? No, you guys seem trustworthy. <laughs> What's your name? You don't understand Hans? what I'm saying? <laughs> ah, that's fine. All right, so they kill Ricky while Simon and his crew invade the Federal Reserve like it was Germany in April of 1945 by drilling into the vaults from the subway and killing all the guards and disabling the alarms from the inside disguised as Swedish bankers. I love the dumb banker in the scene. <laughs> Heavens to Betsy, if anyone knew. <laughs> what a good scene. Well, what every- a good line. What a good scene. Well, everybody behind As- him is just getting murdered. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their necks snapped. I know. Yep. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, no, not again. Oh, like geez. that guy, that guy goes home and his wife is getting like railed in the shower <laughs> by the tennis instructor. And he walks in and he's like, what you doing in there, honey? And she's like, oh, I'm just loofing. Oh, okay. I thought you said he was going to be gone by four. <laughs> oh, just exploring the mysteries of the East, honey. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So then we get another Simon Says in the park with McLean and Zeus solving this SAT math question where they have a three and a five gallon jug of water. They have five minutes to fill one of the jugs on the scale with exactly four gallons of water. I still don't know I how just... to do this. I, no, it doesn't. It I, it doesn't make any sense to me either, unless there were measuring um, ticks on the side of the 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 the, the bottles. Um, no, you fill up, but you have a five gallon bucket, so you fill that all the way up, and then you take what's in the five gallon bucket, 
and use that to fill the three gallon bucket all the way up. And then if you know the three gallon buckets filled all the way up then you have three gallons and then what's remaining in the five gallon bucket is one. So no, it's there's four. two left though, because it's a five gallon and you pour three in. So there's two left. See Listen, I mean? Max, I don't, <laughs> I don't make, want I don't to, it. I don't want to debate arithmetic here. Well, it's, and then I just, we I just, have to get into, we have to get into manufacturing standards. So when, in bottling plants, you know, how much empty space do they leave in these gallon bottles or these five gallon bottles or in three gallon bottles? Like we don't know what a full bottle is, is it all the way up to where the cap would be just below the neck, just by the, the point where it starts to curve up. It's true. I guess a screenwriter had this as like an exam question years ago and I just stuck with him. I think he just Still hated pissed. that question. It's a fuck this stupid question. He put it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So actually, so Tim, I think that in an academic setting that it's a valid problem. I think in a practical setting, we're just too confused of a culture to understand exactly how much liquid we're going to be filling up a bottle with, whether or not it goes all the way to the top or not all the way to the top. Well, I need to figure this out. So you guys continue. So, I'm probably uh, going to drop off for like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we'll check you later. Yeah. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, whatever. Just move on. So, oh, yeah, by the way, too, McLean. So he was off screen. I, I, I went back and uh, checked it. He was off screen for 15 minutes. During while while uh, Simon was doing all that bank stuff, which is weird for a diehard movie to not have John McClane in it for fifteen minutes, mm. like usually never leave his sight in these movies. Um, but after the water jug thing, McClane stops this rat faced newsy kid who says, "All the cops are into something. It's like Christmas out here. You could rob City Ooh. Hall." That fuck looked like that the kid. kid from Karate Kid. Yeah, no, fuck that kid exactly. Was that oh. him or something? No. It looked just like him. Or no. all little Italian kids in New York <laughs> look like that and he, talk like that. But. Yeah, he just looks like a fucking rat-faced Italian kid from New York. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was in, like, Mighty Ducks. Ah, that could be it. Yeah. I think he was I in, like, Mighty teeth. Ducks or something. I oh, I hated teeth. that kid in general. Yeah. Oof. Little shithead. I like that McLean <laughs> steals his bike, and then he goes, okay, you took my bike. And McLean goes, yeah, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> just rides away. <laughs> uh, that's the beauty of New York. Even though it's an absolute shithole, the uh, the give and take there is pretty fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, McLean, you can see they're starting to put two and two together as it realizes that Wall Street doesn't have any schools, but they do have a lot of money. Oh, my God. It's not a trap, but it's a decoy. Ah! Ah! Half the goddamn city just called 911. <laughs> Could you like these these people who plan this whole thing? I mean, there is thousands of steps involved in this. Like, kudos to them. I would have given up on step two. <laughs> See, I'm too hungry. Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Going back to Jersey. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, McLean stuck in the Federal Reserve elevator with the Aryan National Basketball Team, where he notices that one of Simon's men is wearing Ricky's badge. So, McLean, being old McLean, improvises a story about lotto tickets while murdering everyone at the same time. Yeah. Um, also, how bad are these super, like, we haven't spoken about this, like the, the, the super mercenary, like black ops, like ex East German military motherfucker. That is, um, Mr. Gruber. Um, 
or you know, they they're all trained to be able to infiltrate American targets and so on and speak perfect English, but they can't get down basic sayings. I know. Really? That's that's yeah, that was the or other one. Or at least stay away about. from them. Like n- just stay away from colloquialisms, like just don't go near them. Oh yeah, sit down. It rains like dogs and cats. Like nope. Ah, wrong. I know. <laughs> it rains like beasts and boards. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> what? It's raining like, like daisies be- and dogs. <laughs> yeah. And if there's uh, one the thing wrong, that you buddy. will learn, never, ever, ever confuse American English with English English. Don't do it. If you call it a lift, guess what? You're getting fucking deported. Yeah. Trump's all over your ass. I don't know. He's we don't we don't believe in it, but he's going to. It's bad. If you're gonna if you're gonna count to three with your hands, make sure you use your thumb. Oh jeez. Uh, this God, is the German tree. <laughs> I'm working with a lot of British people on this project of mine, and it's it's really annoying. Like uh they the way they say uh deluge, like, deluge, deluge. <laughs> What the fuck is a deluge? <laughs> or aluminium? It's aluminum, you fucking weirdos. Mobile. Uh, is it a mobile? Yeah. Car yeah. park. Car park. I always say car park. It's a fucking garage. <laughs> Where the fuck are you from? What? Go back to there's fucking England, you limey bastards. <laughs> yeah. And why would it be called a car park? There's not nearly enough space for the cars to run around. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, a good point, John. Yeah. Right? How can, the cars can't recreate if they're in those tiny little spaces. And also, why is an elevator a lift when lifting is means it goes upwards, but elevators also go down? Yeah, that's a good point. But it also, that an elevator that means want. elevate, so that doesn't really make sense for ours either. Fuck. <laughs> well, fuck you, Max, you fucking pinko bastard. You just go, yeah, why don't you move to California? You're bleeding heart liberal bullshit. You and your yeah. stupid line derivatives. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> All right. So now it's really starting to make sense as Zeus and McLean realize that the Germans stole all the gold and they put them into the 14 dump trucks. So they chase after the trucks after stealing their third and fourth cars of the day. So, question. Relating to when we got off the gold standard. We got off the gold standard like well before 95, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is like, just the premise in general is sort of wrong. I think it's just, it's a but it's more odd. like it's in a, it's an international thing, right? It's not just uh, well, it's the Federal Reserve though. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, I yeah. guess if this was if it was uh, lending for foreign, um, foreign actors, well, they say that. that would make sense. And that's why he was acting yeah, like a okay. Swede because he was saying that it's like, oh, we have a lot of countries come here for our. Uh, uh. <laughs> he doesn't really like. He doesn't uh, know what to say. Our gold. Yeah, <laughs> I guess is, is that how business works. We give you gold. Golden things? You give us paper, we give you gold. Right? Okay. We can't certify that all of this gold is conflict-free. conflict, conflict free. A lot of it showed up from Switzerland in the year, like, 1954. It was a little odd. <laughs> uh, ask questions. I, I also like, though, when Zeus asks the, the fourth dude that they uh, jack the car from, he's like, hey, who's the 21st president? Go fuck yourself! <laughs> Go fuck yourself, don't! <laughs> uh, gold bar. It's like, dude, that guy was pissed. Oh, well, we didn't even talk about that. Samuel L. Jackson, being the only real motherfucker in the entire movie, finds a gold bar, and he's like, guess what? I'm keeping it, as yep. all of us would. Oh, that's my gold. <laughs> this is my motherfucking gold. And then they get out, and he's like, oh, shit, yeah, that was my gold. He's like, nah, it's okay. You just made his day. <laughs> Damn, this is heavy. 
Also, yep. why does the rich guy, who's clearly rich and wealthy, he get to find a gold bar? And I know. It? Yeah, that's how it works. That's shitty. It should have just been some normal dude or dudette. Yeah, but he didn't have a car phone, which they needed. Ooh. So they had the jacket from the rich guy. John, <laughs> I, have to, I have thing. a bone to yep. pick with you here. Dudette? Uh-oh. Yeah. W- women can't be trusted with money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, you know, if they got gold, I mean, think about that. Think about what would have happened. I know. If they got that bar of gold. It's 1995. They had just been allowed to start voting and yeah. reading. I know. Yeah. It was a sad year. <laughs> Max, pull the plug. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of changes are, were, happened in 95, right before uh, Hillary Clinton became the president, which is what they kind of mentioned in this movie, which is weird. <laughs> Yeah, that was a little, little odd. Did they I, know. I didn't, it was lost on me. Yeah. They make a Hillary and a Trump reference in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yo, I'm Rich Trump marrying Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah. No. No one I wants like, to. Come on. That joke was definitely, you know, <laughs> that joke would not have played well in today's times, obviously, oh. but mainly because we now know Donald Trump is a flaming racist. Well, I got a little thing for that later for our, um, our segment of uh, things that wouldn't hold up today from 1995. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So the, then uh, Jerry, the rain man truck driver takes McLean to the aqueducts where uh, McLean kills some <laughs> of the bad guys. And then Jerry solves their riddle and tells them that the 21st president was Chester A. Arthur. Yeah. That's like Dustin Hoffman. It's like Dustin Hoffman was a truck driver from the Bronx. <laughs> just going through a full tour yeah spoiler alert though my favorite character is jerry dude i fucking love jerry jerry's great I really too jerry's fucking awesome and it's also like one of those cool things like only in like a crazy ass northeastern city could you just you meet people every day that just know some serious shit and you're like whoa all right and yeah, they'll never meet him again they do a good job of that in this movie since they you know they really obviously they really opened it up for this third movie is all the other diehards are just like contained small areas during the nighttime. And this yeah, is like yeah. broad daylight in the entire city. So you get introduced to a lot of uh, quirky, interesting characters, which I really liked. It's because yeah, New York is yeah, just so big. Well, um, I mean, that's why, yeah. like, as we said, like men in black had to have taken place in New York. There's oh, no other yeah. place it would have worked, you know? It's oh, just, for sure. Yeah. All right. So at this point, McLean and Zeus split up to save time. And I, I guess this was was this like this was their original plan to have McLean get sniped at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I think they right. They were like, Zeus goes, gonna... well, Zeus goes to the Yankee Stadium. They split up, and they had the sniper on Zeus, and uh, you know, Simon. This is, says no because I think it's just because he's an innocent civilian. This is something that I didn't necessarily get. Um, I think the plan was essentially their plan was like. They were going to have uh, Zeus and McLean play the game, get to Yankee Stadium, get shot. Like, the, the game essentially has no bearing on, like, all it is is just it's a part of their plan. Yeah, yeah it's well, a distraction. It's a part of their plan. And then they're just going to kill off them. Well, not even that, to, because they didn't even, originally Zeus wasn't even part of the plan. It was going to be just McLean. Right. So I think that was the thing. It's like, let's just divert everybody, move all the cops to a different part of town, get McLean in the Bronx and then kill him at the stadium. And then we'll just be able to leave. Nobody will even notice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, then you get this action scene that ends with McLean exploding out of a water vent after Simon blows up the aqueduct. (laughs) 
<laughs> he climaxed out of a water vent. Say it right. <laughs> that was that was the city oh! releasing some stress. Yeah. <laughs> also, when they're talking about this aqueduct, and you know, I guess Jerry's explaining it to him. He's like, "Yeah, you know, it goes up to the Catskills. You know, where we get all of our water from." He's like, "What? What do you mean? I don't understand." Like every New Yorker should know that they have the best fucking water on the planet. Yeah. Well, I mean, McLean knows how to get to get through um, 90 blocks in 30 minutes. He knows the city that well, but he doesn't know where they get their water from. <laughs> yeah, come on. He's yeah, a I don't think he, modern miracle. I don't think it's that. I think he doesn't even know where the cat skills are. <laughs> He's like, cat yeah. skills? What? That's a good point. Cats don't have skills. What are you the cats. Just no, going back cats to the raining thing. <laughs> the cats and dogs. Uh, yeah. Oh, silly bitch. Tricks are for kids. Zeus is just in the corner being like, oh, God. I hate white people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seeing all that angry water running at you, though, is pretty horrifying. When he's driving away from just the violent <laughs> rush of water. water. He's, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> I've never heard of angry water before. It's so angry. I, I don't angry. know why that's so funny. Angry water, otherwise known as diarrhea. Uh, yeah, well, there's that. angry water. <laughs> yeah, no uh, pleasure is derived from that shit. Nope. I like how they make this out to be like the water, like is moving slow enough that, like, if there is a fucking, re- if this is fed from like some fucking reservoir way up in the Catskills, like that water is moving quick. He doesn't. Yeah. He's not gonna have time to fucking like. Tokyo drift a fucking dump truck. <laughs> like he's going to be dead. Miles an hour underground. Yeah. 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 No, I mean that dump truck weighs at least twenty thousand pounds without anything in it. There's no fucking way. No, and it has all the gold in it too. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, Simon fuck. Simon says that he's like, like, uh, could I convince you to take fourteen trillion dollars worth of gold instead, <laughs> instead of going after me? Um, also, Tim, that the foreman. That like you know tells McLean about where to go. He's the same dude from that um the Law and Order SVU episode. Who's the FBI guy <laughs> from the Wire? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Same dude. Yep. All right. After this, they get into a rainy shootout where they steal their fifth car of the day. Then on the bridge, they see Simon's trucks on a nearby tanker, and they gracefully sneak on with zero issues whatsoever. No, they they nailed it. <laughs> Completely nailed, nailed it. it. Yeah. In, in reality, they use these cables from the fifth car that they stole, and they uh, try to nimb- like ninja climb down from the bridge, but then one of the bad guys <laughs> sees them immediately. He's about to fire, and then he gets cut in half by the cables because the stolen truck just flies into the ocean. <laughs> Although, the best kill of the movie, though, is the poorly used horizontal striped shirt soldier getting cut in half by a metal cord. That yeah, was a that solid one. fucking aid on the metal meter. That was oh, awesome. Yeah. I was like, yeah! And McLean's like, get his feet, <laughs> because he's just cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like a satisfying thing. Like, they don't even really focus on it too much. Like, everyone's already, like, you know, McLean and, you know, uh, uh, Zeus, are, they made it down. And, like, you just see it in the background, like the shoop, just like, cut this guy in half. Like, <laughs> ah! oh my God. That was hilarious. That was fucking hilarious. It's amazing. The whole thing's great. Yeah, it was almost like claymation. It almost looked like claymation. <laughs> yeah, because he's point. like he goes up in the air so slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh. <laughs> then, 
then on the boat, Zeus thinks he's going to be the hero by killing Simon, not realizing that he has a safety on. So he fails and is then captured. I would blame mo- most of that on McLean. Hey, like Zeus was like, so what do I do? He's like, you cock that back and you pull the trigger. And he's like, that's it. I'm like, that's it. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Uh, tell me about the safety. Yeah, exactly. That's mostly <laughs> yeah. McLean's fault. Now, Gruber, though, cool, cool is a fucking cucumber, though. That was one of the Not a cucumber, John. I've seen. A banana, because he's eating a banana <laughs> with one hand. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But he just grabs the gun. Oh, it's because the safety, bam, just shoots him without even, like, barely even lifting the gun. I That's always great. like those kinds of scenes with people who are, like, effortlessly, effortlessly just wield a gun like that. Where it's like, oh, let me take a bite of this banana. Bam! Oh, yeah, it's because of that. Yeah, Sorry he, about that. He, he no, has... No, 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 no. He has the banana in one hand. He like then eats the rest of the banana, takes the gun, and he goes, All right, you forgot the safety. Here you go, I show you. And he just fixes safety and then shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, There you go, much better. <laughs> yeah, much better. So meanwhile, at the elementary school, it's bomb squad bumblebutt Charlie time. It's mm. time for Charlie to shine. As he accepts his death to save several Harlem children's lives. With a bomb that doesn't go no off. Glory. What does he keep saying? No guts, no, no guts, glory. No yeah, no guts, no glory. <laughs> no guts, no glory. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You but get plenty like of guts, Shirley. You're not going to get any glory. <laughs> yeah. He gets all the glory with that pancake syrup. He just opens his mouth and just starts taking it. Yeah. Mm, pancake syrup. I mean, he took it like a dirty little boy, too. He, he did. Mm. Yeah. But Simon, actually, he put the bomb on the tanker. And he used the school bomb threat as a distraction for the cops, as we already know. I am a soldier. I am not as a monster. Not the monster. Oh. Yeah. Guten Tag. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, McLean somehow beats up this seven-foot-tall German. And then he falls for Simon's trap, and he's also captured. Yeah, am I, am I the only one that thought that, like, it was... So the scene cut away from McLean getting beaten up by that German guy. And McLean was getting the shit kicked out of him. Oh, yeah. And Covered the scene cut back. And then the scene cut back and he, McLean was beating him with a chain. So, so I was kind of like, he, yeah. He I was tripped like, him up with the, the he with the chains. Let the chain go. Oh, okay, it, like, okay. Knocks him down. I must have missed that. It, yeah. It happened really fast. I know what you're talking about. Like all of a sudden, McLean, like he like crawls away. He grabs like the thing that's holding the chain down, pulls it out. The chain snip, snaps back, knocks the guy over. And suddenly they switch to a whole nother scene, and then they come back. Yeah. yeah well, they and keep on juxtap- shit out of them. Yeah, they keep on juxtaposing it with the school. That's why you don't really know what's happening. Because it's like five, <laughs> yeah, just, just like two yeah. minutes at the school, thirty seconds back on the it's boat, a little weird. another three minutes at the school, fifteen seconds at the boat. It's like, all right, come on, guys, just pick one. You don't have to do that. Bad. Detective, but- that detective who like saved all the kids is the hero of this movie. Oh, Lambert, yeah. my boy. Yeah, Lambert. Graham Greene is the actor, dude. This motherfucker knows what is up all day, every day. I got a hunch about him. Throughout the entire movie, he's the one solid rock. Like, the 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 main commissioner is like, oh, I didn't wax my mustache today. <laughs> and, but this is the guy who's like, no, I'm going in. I'm going to save the kids. No, McLean's full of shit, but he's a good cop. Like, you know, it's just he's the only one who knows what the fuck's going on. He's putting in the work. He's the worker. And he's the one who runs to uh, save the kids, too, when they see mm-hmm. that the other kids are mm-hmm. locked in still. Doesn't even hesitate. It's like, give me the keys! The janitor. <clears throat> Perfect Randall Cunningham to Randy Moss throw. <laughs> I know. Turns out, turns out the keys 
Don't even need them. <laughs> don't need them. That's yeah, why just, you got a gun and a foot. <laughs> yeah. It's a glass door. He played one of the, uh, he played one of the inmates um, on death row in the Green Mile, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Also, yeah. in, the, in the background, you can see uh, Jerry in the background, too, at the school. Because uh, McLean told him to go there. To, you know, get a, Oh, yeah. You can yeah, see yeah, him there. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, I yeah. Like Jerry. Jerry's great. So, it looks like Simon outsmarted everyone as he uh, plays a pre-recorded speech about blowing up the economies of the world and escapes on a boat with all the gold, leaving McLean and Zeus cuffed the bomb. And it looks like this is all over for them. I mean, someone had to know that this wasn't true. They're going to blow it up in Long Island Sound. That gold's going to be found in two days. Tops. It's not like he's not blowing it up in like fucking, you know, some thousand foot deep crevasse off of fucking Greenland. Yeah. It's like he's blowing it up in front of Bridgeport, Connecticut. (laughs) Guess what? They have divers. (laughs) Lots of them. Yeah. (laughs) Very true. Um, let's see what else. Yeah. And then you, you, you get the, also you get, you know, you get the line, like your brother was an asshole. He goes, yeah, he was, wasn't he? You got his number, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did I say it right? Huh? Oh, you got his number. Ah, good. Good. Guten <laughs> tag. I, I do like the level of respect that Simon and McLean have for each other. Once they finally meet each other face to face, like Simon, you know, they pick yeah. McLean up. He's like, oh, be careful. Be careful. Not too hard. It's like he's been trying to kill him the entire movie. <laughs> it is interesting. I mean, you know, I, I think that they could both uh, bond over hatred of uh, the brother. So, because he was an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine this is something that would happen with my brother. I... <laughs> <laughs> All those years of the sound yeah. of music, you fuck. <laughs> um, all right. And then, uh, yeah, but then McLean. He rips a stitching out of his shoulder and Zeus is able to pick the lock as the boys escape from the boat just in the nick of time and explosion. So a boat like that blowing up next to you. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be alive. Even if you're in the water, if you jump in the water, like there's going to be a pressure wave. There's going to be steel just like, falling on you i mean you're still gonna die there's like millions of pounds of shrap metal that's the that's a decoy for the gold that's gonna go airborne and hit you underwater right also large vessels like that sinking will suck you down with them yeah it's a that's a great point yeah yep like the titanic whammy (laughs) oh i love how a little bit of nudity early on in the life can actually help learn historical events and make you care about them (laughs) (laughs) so the movie wraps up with McLean calling his estranged wife with the bad guys winning it for once and it looks like we're gonna have an awesome sequel wait what's that there's another 15 minutes left in this movie and none of it makes sense (laughs) (laughs) so the movie could have become an instant cliffhanger classic like the Empire Strikes Back but instead we have a sex scene with Jeremy Irons still wearing a woman's tank top with that East German 1980s new wave haircut. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, that's just all. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly what I saw when I saw her coming in. Except she's the one with the strap on, and guess who's taking it? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, she's that's got the right, dick. Gruber. Oh yeah, 
and it's great. Also, I do have an issue with her, though, in that random, like, very elaborate, long, drawn-out way to kill one of the original, like, uh, uh, bank guards at the beginning of the yeah. movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, what the fuck? Why? Why do we even need to do this? What? Oh, yeah. That <sighs> scene, yeah, the, 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 the like, the 45-pound overweight guard who's just, he has a shotgun, and he's just randomly shooting at the wall. Yeah. He's going, yeah. ah, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> Yeah. And she just comes up fucking... with like a freaking ice hook and just like, yeah, hoo, ha, he, ha, hoo, ha, like stabs him like 25 times. And then Gruber <laughs> comes up, grabs her and is like, we will fuck later. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why they had to like establish her as a samurai. It never came back in the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was just sort of like an anecdote that just wasn't had no nothing, no bear in the movie. Nope. And then the, yeah, back back in like the fucking the the shipping like dock that they're at and then the, they weren't making fuck me eyes they were making murder me eyes like they were like like that that coitus was 100% going to end in a snuff a snuff <laughs> film like ending like they were they were looking across to the room at each other like i'm going to stab you in the heart <laughs> <laughs> like it was not i'm going to fuck you so hard <laughs> no i mean i legitimately think that she probably thought about like biting a chunk out of his shoulder i mean as we see yep. once the sex scene starts it's immediately like i mean i don't even know like kung fuck like just <laughs> and then they just like kung fuck <laughs> they go down dude you got to make that into a porno john kung oh fuck i mean i know and you can geez, do c u m g with an apostrophe, come <laughs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm working on I'm working on um, a remake. It's called uh, the O Ring Strikes Back Part Three. <laughs> oh man, well I'm gonna take this one then. I'm gonna use then the nunchucks. Just gonna be a double dildo. <laughs> Boom. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have some fun. Uh, and then you get into Star Wars, Darth Maul, and he's just yeah, I got two red dicks on the other end of his pole. Just <laughs> zung, 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 Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> all right yeah so instead this is the real uh, ending real ending is a real dud super rushed so let me just do the same thing so now you're in canada and mclean zeus and the mounties cockblock simon who's able to uh put on a new pair of clothes very quickly jump into this helicopter start shooting at people that eventually ends with mclean shooting out some power lines and uh, Simon's helicopter then explodes, and McClane calls his wife, and the movie ends. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's that yep. fast. It never needed it. to happen. It's also, so why bad. why was McClane and uh, Samuel Jackson inside of a helicopter anyway? Why is Sam Jackson Why did they need there? to be in the helicopter? You forgot to mention, though, Max, too, that racism was solved, because now McClane and Zeus are friends. They are. And they've had two movies since then, and they have not mentioned him once. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Hilarious. Yeah. That's the yeah. biggest shame that they didn't have Sam Jackson come back. He's so good in everything. He's so good in this. I know. Ugh. Yep, but that's the movie. So, I mean, it's you got an hour and 45 minutes of like just awesome 90s action and then the last 15 is just kind of a dud. But what are you going to do? Yeah. All right. It's fucking yeah, it's fine. Should we get into the stuff you didn't ever see again today? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so now it's time for our popular and limited segment called, I think, uh, Stuff in a 1995 Movie That You Would Never See Today. I feel like we can work on that title, but... (laughs) Yeah, we'll work on that one. (laughs) (laughs) 
But I mean, easiest. Um, I, I mean, easiest to say would be the phone, the phone booths, right? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I feel like phone booths are really just there for people to pass, like you know, transmissible diseases to one another these days. That's their only purpose. Yeah, it's only yeah, it's, it's to get a twenty-five dollar um, blowjob. Well, you know, basically that. Either yeah. that, or to get into the Ministry of Magic. I mean, it just depends <laughs> you know, what direction you're. Or doing, that. But yeah, that's. That's their only. That's their only purpose. Um, you know, once again, indestructible, uh, indestructible taxi cabs. Um, I'm, I'm guessing they were all still steel framed back then. Mm, yeah. Do you have any Tim? Um, I kind of did, did did mine before. <laughs> all right, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then the other. I mean, another shining one is just a non-political Donald Trump reference. Yeah. Oh yeah. All three of us are 31 years old. Like, I think we're probably the youngest age group that grew up with like Donald Trump and rap songs and pop culture and, you know, having like positive references to him about his wealth. You know, it's a little bit different now. (laughs) Just a tad bit. Just a tad bit. Once again, I still remember being very confused as a child when my parents were trying to explain to me that Donald Trump is rich, but he's in a lot of debt and he doesn't actually have any money. He just has really good credit. And yeah, and that still doesn't make sense to me. And that's I I just I grew up already being confused with the American version of capitalism. It's like, what? Why? Why do I need a credit card? I don't understand. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else could have been in this shit. Uh, oh, well, not necessarily something that um, you wouldn't have had to worry about, but Samuel L. Jackson would have not been able to, after at some point in the 90s, been able to actually jump over the uh, the subway station, little ticket stations, you know? Mm. Because now it's all in every station in New York, it's all caged up, so you can't jump over them anymore. It's probably from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, if that yeah, happens, that then the um, station's going to explode. <laughs> um, another one, too, is uh, Dummy, uh, what's his name? The, the, you know, the detective that gets killed. When uh, Simon and like the cleanup crew are going into the uh, the subway, he says something like, Yeah, you guys probably did the World Trade Center, too. You know what kind of mess that was? It's like, I can't, oh my God. can't say that today. Nope. Nobody talks about the first bomb. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Let's do some uh, some casting what ifs. Oh Jesus! So the the director's first choice to play Simon was Sean Connery. Really? Yeah. <sighs> I guess it wouldn't have been terrible. Yeah. But well, Jeremy, he's, he's better. I mean, it's like The Rock. He's better as a or well, the movie The Rock. He's, he's better as a as a hero than a villain. I think. And that's why he turned it down. He's like, I don't want to play a villain. Yeah. Yeah, and we know he's a villain because he hits women. So and we understand <laughs> that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 sex scene would have been completely different. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we would have been able to see what it was like when he had sex with Indy's girlfriend, the German. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you gotta smack, yeah. and you gotta smack. Everyone gets a smack. Shaman shit. My condoms are made of tweed. <laughs> I mean, very distinct voices. It just wouldn't have really worked the same though. When he's just going yeah. like and Shez, like, what the fuck <laughs> is this guy saying? <laughs> this guy's supposed to be German. <laughs> yes, I'm German. There can only be one penis. That is. <laughs> um, I think the reason for that though is because uh, McTiernan had made um, the Hunt for Red October, 
And then uh, it's a movie called The Medicine Man with Connery. <laughs> he had done two movies in a row with him. I don't want to see anything with Sean Connery called The Medicine Man. I think I know which one you're talking about. He's like a researcher in the Amazon or something. Yeah, and he's got and a he long has, like, ponytail. Cancer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched that on a sick day in like middle school. Yep. Oh, boy. On like TNT. It was probably going for six hours. <laughs> um, Lawrence Fishburne was a first choice for Zeus, but Bruce Willis wanted Sam Jackson. Fishburne? Yeah. Yeah. Really. Re- Lawrence Fishburne would have been uh, would have been great, too, but I'm very happy Sam Jackson was in it. Me, too. I feel like yeah, he would have just yeah. been the character from Boys in the Hood. It would have been a different role. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, how are we going to stop the German? Machines! You know, like, I, don't... <laughs> I know Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, holy shit. So Fishborn also turned down the role of uh, Jules in Pulp Fiction, which went to Sam Jackson. Wow. Ooh. Lawrence Fisher had made some terrible career choices, huh? Yeah. But, yeah. And, and, I mean, Bruce Willis wanted Jackson, and, J- and Sam Jackson also said that he watched Die Hard like 30 times. Like, he was a big fan mm-hmm. of, the, of the movies, so. Like, he wanted to be in it, so I guess that works out. And then, um, also, let's see, Jeremy Irons, uh, was re- um, he replaced David Thewlis as Simon. So, uh, Thulis is Lupin in the Harry Potter movies. Uh, yeah. Oh. Huh. Better, better job there. Uh, yeah. Yes, I agree. Yep. All right. Now let's get into a little bit of trivia here. So the director, McTiernan, admitted that he was way off on the amount of trucks it would take to steal all the gold out of the Federal Reserve. Because in the movie, they had 14 trucks. But in reality, it would take about 500. <laughs> Whoa. And probably, like, teams of, like, hundreds of people to load it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, McTiernan turned down um, an offer to direct Batman Forever to do this movie. Good choice on his part. Yep. Also, would have completely... I mean, I would have loved to have seen the John McTiernan (laughs) Batman movie in the 90s. Like... Chill. Chill. I know, know, like, the whole Schumacher thing... The the Schumacher thing never would have happened. It would have been completely different franchise. Yeah. Anyway, I just I fucking hated that. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger should go to jail for six months for that role. That's Batman um, and Robin. I, Batman yeah. Forever is the one is with Tommy Lee Jones. No, Batman Forever is Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, and Val Kilmer. Uh, ooh. Oh yeah. See, I I didn't watch that one basically because it was just that was just too creepy. It's also from the year nineteen ninety five. Oh, was yep. that when they did the song where it's like, oh, Kiss by Riz. Yeah. Yep. Like that. Yep. That was Banger. good. That was really good. That was great a great song. track. Oh, yeah. I love that. Can movie. we change the theme song to that one? <laughs> Just do Kiss by Rose by Seal instead. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. It's badass. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Mm. Um, this is the first Die Hard movie where John um, wasn't saving anyone in his family. And he's fighting criminals in his own jurisdiction. Ah. This is actually the only now, movie that the, might do that. The second movie was the one, the shitty one at the airport, right? Yeah, it's at, the, it's yes. at uh, Dulles. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Fucking Dulles. Yeah, I wish Dulles actually blew up. I fucking hate that airport so much. <laughs> They're weird-ass, like, transportable... Wherever the fuck those things are. Never mind. 
Oh, they're like the little trams. Yeah, they look yeah, like something out of Star wild. Wars. I remember being super hyped about them as a kid. I was like, they look like Star Wars shit. And so like my father would call them something out of Star Wars. I don't remember what it was. And I was like, yeah. And then I got old and I realized how valuable time is. <laughs> it's something like <laughs> out of like in Avatar that they would use to like cut down trees and shit. It's yeah, crazy yeah, looking. yeah, yeah. Oh no, they also kind of look like the yeah. Well, that and um the fucking yeah. Never mind. Let's just keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, the first kill in this movie took uh, took over an hour. What? Well, yeah. I mean, someone obviously died in the explosion. Yeah, but I think also though it's 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 before the store was open. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, like, he, like Simon doesn't, he doesn't kill a whole lot of people. I mean, he kills a couple of the guards and, like, what, one cop? But that's it. I Wait, think their kill count so is, like, 10 for the movie. We, oh, we're boo. to believe that a, a fucking car bomb going off in midtown Manhattan in the first 30 seconds of the movie didn't kill anybody? I don't think so. Huh. Wow, he's good. Well, at least he didn't see anybody get shot. Jeez, imagine if the IRA had been that accurate. It wouldn't have been that big of a deal. He'd still have trash cans in London. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess there is a total of 73 kills, I think, by John McClane in this movie, though. McClane kills oh, wow. 73 people in this movie. <laughs> Fantastic. Wait, no. Ah, fuck, no. Now I'm on a different website. It, it, that's total. It's, it's only 13 for this one. Damn it. Oh, okay. Shit. That's like Scarface level of dead of bodies, dude. I know. Oh, that's too bad. Okay, never mind. Let's just go with it. He killed 73 people in this movie. You just don't see it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And then lastly, the screenwriter was held and detained by the FBI because he detailed the Federal Reserve in New York City perfectly in his script and they wanted to know why. (laughs) How did he how did he know? So he knew partially from a New York Times article, and then he also just uh called the bank and they let him in <laughs> really yeah he's like they told me <laughs> that's what he told them that's so hilarious funny. so yeah didn't you say he had something to do with uh, the hunt for red october or we were just talking about sean connery that was john mctiernan doing the movie oh. with connery yeah this is the screenwriter oh so it's a screenwriter so that's really interesting because um tom clancy got in a little bit of trouble with the u.s military and fbi for the original book that the movie was based off of because his description of um, u.s submarines was too accurate same thing and they were like hey buddy um you gotta yeah. water that down yeah like really you really got it that's, that's interesting sorry just that's cool so shit good. okay time for questions real quick the box office game how much did this movie cost and how much did it make I think it cost twenty million dollars to make, and it made three hundred million dollars. I'm gonna go with forty-two million dollars, Max. Um, and it made a hundred and fifty million. Hundred and fifty million, huh? Top movie in the world. Hundred fifty million. I don't I I don't understand time. I don't understand inflation. I'm still trying to figure out that jug exchange. thing. Yeah, I don't yeah, the jug thing. That's what I'm really focused on right now. Um I'm going to go with uh 420 max. Okay. All right. Well, it cost 90 million and made 366. Wow. Okay. Yep. Well, I was pretty close okay. to the were, other to yeah, the, the gross top part. one. Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. close there. Yeah. All right. Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? 
My least favorite is Hilda, whatever her fucking name is. Um, just because like I, she came onto the screen and immediately every man in the theater was already intimidated. Like there was no reason to, to make it that crazy. She's my, she's my least favorite. Uh, my favorite, once again, Jerry, my buddy, Jerry, Ooh, <laughs> man, man, some of that street knowledge. Oh yeah. I, well, see at this point, I don't even remember what the president's name was. Arthur. No. Chester, Arthur. Chester, a author. Yeah. Chester, Chester a. Arthur. a author. Arthur. Say that again. That's great. Your I, accent comes out I so know. much. Say it again. <laughs> Chester A. Arthur. I, I can't even do it. Chester A. Arthur. <laughs> Chester. Fucking, <awesome>. Chester. <laughs> Fucking wicked piss of horse cock, dude. The A's for awesome. <laughs> so that's me. Yeah. Uh, my favorite character. So I'm sorry. I'm blanking on the um, bomb text name. Charlie. Charlie favorites Charlie without question and um I want to say my least favorite is Holly <laughs> my least favorite's Holly give John you gotta accept John for who he is okay yep. or else you just gotta walk away Holly's tease cock tease at John all the time and it's just really it's not a good a good look I blame Holly a hundred percent for their marital problems yeah gave give him an 80th chance come on Holly yeah what a bitch. Yeah. Um, my favorite is wow. going to be John McClane. Because uh, this is the last Die Hard movie where Bruce Willis was still trying. <laughs> um, he's great in this movie. I love Bruce Willis in this movie. He's so good. And then uh, my least favorite is not having Carl Winslow in this movie. Yeah, you got to have what? Carl Winslow in the movie. Yep. He's got to be like a... He's got to be like retired from the LAPD and he's in New York on vacation. Yeah. And he gets caught up with. Oh, the guy. He's oh, at the yeah, M&M yeah. store in, in uh, Times Square the whole movie. Yeah. Just yeah. eating M&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. Wait, New York is, that, is a lot crazier in LA. Oh. Is that is that real gold or is it like that chocolate candy gold? <laughs> which one is it? There's only one of them I'm interested in. <laughs> Just, you know which one I want. Yeah. <laughs> Hint, it's not the real gold. <laughs> I don't want that real gold. Give me that chocolate gold. <laughs> I don't have to give any of the junk food to the missus anymore. We had the baby. It's all me. <laughs> Just how IMDb and Ron Tomatoes have their own rating systems, we decided to make our own. So what would you rate this one? I'll give this Ooh. one four gallons of angry water out of uh, the splitting hangover that I actually have. <laughs> Again. <laughs> It's it's in memory of this movie. You gotta in memory. You're of this going movie, method. You know? Sometimes you just gotta yeah, go in method. Method commentary. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this movie um, 15 minutes of basically just seagull sounds that you're gonna have in this in this one again as I listen to them fucking cranking outside. I can hear uh, too. Yeah, over, <laughs> over, <laughs> lovable Charlie. <laughs> they agree. I would have killed those fuckers. Uh, over lovable Charlie and his certain death from, not from a bomb, but from diabetes. <laughs> yeah. definitely got that. Yeah, I'll give this one seagull sandwich for Charlie out of uh, five stolen cars. <laughs> Five also, stolen cars what? getting just tidal waved by angry water. <laughs> angry water. So what kind of syrup did he say that it was again that the bomb pancake. was made out of? Pancake like, syrup. Pancake, pancake syrup. Like, no, like that color is reserved for like IHOP when they put out like their super 
gushy raspberry syrup. Like, that's not actual syrup color. I know. That would have been even funnier, especially since it's Charlie. He's like, wait a minute. I know what this is. This is the 4th of July Grand Slam breakfast pancake syrup. (laughs) (laughs) It's only for a limited time only. That's funny. Anything Um, else you guys want to cover before we get into social media stuff? No, you know, I'm good, man. Get into it. All right. So now it's time for our social media corner. So take it away, John. All right. Well, let's discuss the socials and the current state of the jelly on my toast. Um, Really? So got some special thank yous. Um, Scott. Dude, you made Max's year with that fucking mug, man. Yeah. Last time you got a mug, he had to wait in line. Huh? So I'm looking at it right now. You're looking at it? Yep. Oh, I mean, and it's just, it's nice too, because Max, the last time that you received a mug, you had to wait in line for like 90 minutes to get a cup of coffee at my wedding and you got a free mug out of that one. So this was definitely a step up. So (laughs) you made his month, Scott, really. It's very sweet. Chris, thanks for reaching out with the kind words. Lucky to have you, my man. And uh, definitely play Ghost Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. Um, Ignore the the DM that I sent you back. Uh, I was a little bit loaded. It's a little bit too (laughs) nice. Usually I'm a bigger asshole. Um, April, you found us on Instagram. (laughs) You got us. Anyways, uh, as always, follow our shit on the Twit. You know, we got uh, at HM Popcorn Pod and the Instagram at HoldMyPopcorn underscore podcast. Check us out. Tell us how much you hate us. You love us. How much you want to hurt us? How much you want to talk to us? If you want to visit, you want to send us free shit or tell us how we're doing. Just do something. Don't just sit there. People are letting us know where it's going on. Talk to us. <laughs> also, April. Yeah. April corrected me oh. too on the um the Horsemen of the Apocalypse. It was four. It's not three. Oh yeah, go. it's the four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. All right. Thanks, yeah. lady. Good job. Stay on top of our shit. But really, since there's so many people actually making it this far on the show for a change, I need to ask the listeners for some advice. How do I clean my sneakers? Go. (laughs) Anyways, love us. Write us. Tell us about the show. Rate us on on the podcasting apps, whatever you got. We're on everything. Get out there. Send us some love. Send us some hate. We love you all so much. But uh, with that, deuces, fuckers. Yeah. Timmy, anything? Um, I was just going to say that, uh, along the lines with reaching out, like John said, if any of our listeners, uh, want to know where John or Max live, just reach out to me and I'll just give you their address. (laughs) Well, luckily I'm surrounded by fire from three directions, so I'll be ready for anyone coming at me. I know where you're coming from. (laughs) Yeah. And I got lots of guns. So come at me. Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. All right. Well, that's our show. Um, you know, we've also gotten a few movie requests and we're listening. So keep them coming. And we'll be back Please. next week with another movie from 1995. Bye. 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 Bye.